Hello there, listeners. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube or if you are on any video format podcasting platform, you will notice that this podcast looks a little different now. We are now doing this uh, this podcast in video format. So not only are you hearing my voice, you will be seeing this face. Uh, this was a special request from my team. They've been hassling me about this for probably the last 78 episodes that we've done this show that we need to do it in video. I never want to be on a screen like this, but here we go. So thank you uh, for listening to our podcast and let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode number 79 of the National Land Realty Podcast, where we discuss all things land. Our goal here is to inform, educate, and entertain those of you who own land or are interested in the buying and selling of land throughout the United States. My name is Mac Christian, and I'm the Chief Marketing Officer here at National Land Realty. I'll be your host for this episode. And now that this is in video, you can truly see that I read this and pre-write it so I don't mess anything up. I have redone this, I don't know how many times now, but we're gonna do this on this try and it's gonna work perfectly, right? Because I'm reading. Uh, so, late in 2023, Zillow made headlines with the acquisition of Follow a Boss, now rebranded as FUB. This acquisition involved $400 million in initial cash consideration and up to $100 million in potential cash earnout. Those kind of news headlines tend to blow up. Uh, we saw that everywhere. So today, we're talking with Steve Passanelli, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Follow Up Boss, about this acquisition and what it will mean for current and future customers of Follow Up Boss. Now, this is a bit of a break from our normal routine. We're normally here to talk about land, but this is something that impacts the entire real estate industry. So, is Zillow going to be using your hard-earned data for their own purposes? Is Follow-Up Boss going to be dismantled and cannibalized by one of the largest names in real estate? Listen and find out. Now sit back and enjoy. Okay, so I am, I got a very special guest here today. I'm talking to Steve Passanelli. He is the CMO of Follow-Up Boss, now known as FUB. Uh, Steve, how are you doing today? You're over there in, uh, in Philadelphia. It's 10 o'clock in the morning and uh, you're here to talk about the Zillow acquisition with us. But um, I just wanted to tell you, I wanted to ask you a little bit about just how, how did you get here? How did you get with Follow-Up Boss? What got you here? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show, Mac. I'm excited to be on. And yeah, I've been in the real estate tech industry for 25 years. So that sounds really, really old. And um, and the funny thing is, actually, uh, my first job out of college was with Top Producer, which was the the largest you know CRM at that particular point in time. And Top Producer was acquired by realtor.com. So, uh, so this is my second acquisition of CRM to, to major portal, which is, which is super interesting, but yeah, I've been in the real estate tech industry, you know, for the past 25 years, jumping around from top producer to realtor.com worked for a company, uh, called bomb bomb, which, you know, serviced real estate tech, as well as mortgage and insurance and, and a few other verticals as well. But, you know, I love the industry, love the people in it. Um, and love that I got to come back to follow up boss and work specifically within, within the real estate business. So I, I know from having the same title of chief marketing officer that a lot of people look at that role and wonder what the heck it is and what it does. <laughs> so I, I wanted to see if you could give us some insight on sort of your day to day, what your role is within, within FUB and, 
and sort of what you mean. Yeah. yeah. The way I look at my role is, you know, my job is to improve the businesses of as many high performing agents and teams as possible. That is the ultimate goal. And I do that by way of sales, marketing, community, success, and support. And so we truly believe, and, and we actually have the, the data to back this up, which we can talk about later. We truly believe that follow-up boss is the best solution out there for our ICP, for our ideal customer profile, which is the high-performing agent and the high-performing team. We know that we have the best product out there. So as a, as a CMO, it's my job to generate awareness for follow-up boss. Do people know that follow-up boss exists? Okay, yes, they do. Okay, do people, do our ICP know that follow-up boss is the best solution for their business? Well, no, they don't. Okay, well, we need to make that happen. How do we educate them? How do we provide content? How do we inform them uh, that we can be a, a great solution or a great partner in their business? And then when they go to select their CRM, do they know that follow boss is the best solution? If they don't, they don't select us. And I failed as a, you know, as a CMO, I failed my job because if they meet our ICP, they should be choosing our product. And then when they get our product as a CMO, it's our job to make sure that we fulfill the promise that we made to them, that we are the best solution for you. So you need to be using our system. You need to understand our system. Your team needs to be on it. They need to be deriving value from it. Uh, and it's the delivery of that particular promise. Now, we execute that in a variety of different ways and a variety of different channels. But in essence, that's what we are trying to do as marketers. I do run the, the marketing team or on the sales team, the events team and the community team here at Follow Up Boss. And so all four of those units really combine to that entire life cycle. I don't want to pull a fanboy on you, but I, what, what I did pick Follow Up Boss is, as our CRM solution for National Land Realty. I went through a list of about 40 different CRMs and I interviewed around 20 of them. It took about, it took about two months of my time to go through and dial in every single detail I possibly could from from ROI cost to functionality. And it, it was funny because we had a, a previous vendor that that had identified follow up boss and I was sort of jaded and I wanted to disqualify follow up boss. So when I did <laughs> yeah. the whole thing, my entire goal was to invalidate the opinion the follow up boss was the ideal solution. And it it popped to the top of the list every single time I tried to invalidate it. So I think it's a testament to the system itself that I went out to slash and burn it and I ended up picking it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. I love to hear that, that story. And, you know, it's funny when we get into the, to the Zillow part, you know, we were evaluating a lot of different private equity companies to take cash on during that time, uh, you know, where Zillow was evaluating us too. And of course, every single one of these companies, these private equity companies that are debating on giving you a bunch of cash, they do their due diligence. And every meeting that we had with these companies, they would come in and they'd be like, we have never seen an NPS as high as follow-up boss 
ever in any industry. And it was like company after company coming in saying it's unbelievable. And MPS is net promoter score. And that is if someone would recommend a user would recommend your product to someone else. And it's it's a score that companies use you know, all over the world to determine how well they're doing. It's a basic proxy. Um, and so, yeah, the highest score company after company after company, they were just gushing. And it's like, hey, we we not only believe that we have the best product, but it's verified from all of these companies where it's their job to invest in high performing companies. <laughs> Yeah, I, every time we ran into a, an issue where I tried to pick something apart and say, well, what about this? There, Every time we would go through it and find that it had already been thought about and a solution was already on the table or there was something in progress or there was a workaround. And that that was the handiest part about it. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, so recently, and I, this is what, something near and dear to my heart because I started my career out as a graphic designer. Uh, you just went huh. through an identity refresh. So yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. And then I want to jump into the Zillow acquisition because that's kind of the meat and potatoes of the conversation. But a little bit about that, because that's a that's kind of a recent thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've only been at Follow Up Boss for nine months, so I'm still fair, new to Follow Up Boss. And then we get acquired and I'm new to Zillow. I'm just it's just a whole bunch of new. Uh, but when as soon as I came on, we were in the process of changing the brand and Follow-up boss always led with a team mindset first. We develop the products for teams first. Why do we do it that way? Even though we have so many individual agents using the product, because teams in general, you need process to run a high performing team. And even if you're an individual agent, that process is extremely important. So if you think about it from a team perspective that needs process and oversight, if you do that right, then you're going to do it right for the high performing individual agent as well. And so we always built our product around teams. And during that rebranding process, which which, yes, we we tend to use FUB a bit more now. That wasn't really part of the rebranding because our customers will call us FUB and they kind of like gave us gave us that name. But what we did do is we developed Team OS, we're not just a CRM, we are your team operating system. And so the interesting part about the refresh was like, hey, we did this with our product for years. We've been building this way for years. We now recognize it as a marketing lead foot, like this is the team operating system. How do we take Team OS out of the product itself and how do we bring it out ahead of the product? And that's when and, and I don't know if, if you're aware of this, Mac, but we released the, the Team OS show, which is a show for high performing solo agents or teams, agents that want to join a team, agents that want to start their own team, agents that just want to improve their business and they want to learn how to start, grow and optimize that real estate team. And so we we thought of something much bigger than just like a rebrand. It's we had I had this saying for the past 10 plus years, even at the last company I was with, be a value and abundance will follow. And this is the realization of that saying, how can we teach and train? We have the best agents, we have the best teams on our product. How do we tap them for their information, provide free education and training and insight and push that insight out in front of the product. So then people say, hey, okay, follow-up boss knows what they're talking about. They understand us, they are a part of us. Maybe I should evaluate their product and their system too. So we're doing good for the community to provide the best training. You don't wanna research on a random blog post how to build and construct your real estate team. Not everybody has the money to pay a coach on how to do that either and how to optimize their process and their um, and their support. But 
we want to provide that for free. So that was a big part of the brand refresh. And it was exciting to launch it. And of course, it's pixels and colors and graphics and all those things too. Um, but it's really our core identity in who we want to be. We want to be a value and abundance will follow for our customers and abundance will follow for us. I, I, I share that belief that a give first value system kind of yields success to, to any kind of operation that you're trying to run. Um, so, so the big part of the conversation is uh, y'all were just acquired by Zillow. Yeah. Uh, so this is big news in the real estate industry. It's, it's, I I've listened to a lot of reactions, paid attention to a lot of reactions from agents, just cause I have to stay in tune to our team as well as the industry. Um, tell us how this came about. And then I kind of want to jump into the details. Uh, but how did this even come about in the first place? Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned earlier in the conversation that we were evaluating private equity companies to get a cash influx for perhaps mergers and acquisitions. Yet Dan and Tom have a vision for this company, an unwavering vision on what they want to do with Follow Up Boss. And they want to improve the lives of the realtors and the agents that are using and the teams that are using our product. And so we were evaluating different ways of getting a cash injection, you know, into follow-up boss. And around that same time, of course, Zillow was a part of that conversation, they actually spurred some of that, some of that thinking on because as a team, we were like, can we execute our vision by ourselves as this small or hundred, hundred person company um, that was always bootstrapped, no outside cash injections whatsoever. So we always had to lead with revenue. And as technology now, especially in the past couple of years, which I'm, I'm sure uh, you guys are using as well with AI and everything else, it's moving so fast. And if you don't have a plan for AI and you're not building the latest technology into your system, you're going to be left behind. There's like the speed in which technology is being developed is going to go 10, a hundred X now than it was over the past five, 10, 15 years. And so we identified that, you know, we're going to need some more resources. And we had the choice of going to these PE companies, which they all, they all wanted to, to buy us. They all had different, you know, different offers, but it was just cash. It was just cash coming from these companies. And when you look at Zillow and what we can do together with Zillow, we're not only getting, of course, cash from Zillow, they're a massive <laughs> company, um, but you're getting resources, you're getting knowledge, you're getting insight. They have more Zillow. And I guess we could say we now, because as of the eighth, I um, you know, did my onboarding, so I'm a part of the Zillow team. We have more AI devs and engineers than follow-up boss has employees. So... How can we grow? How can we realize the vision that we had for the product and what we want to do and not get left behind and have access to resources? Yes, it's not only cash, but it is the know-how, the insight. Zillow is a technology company and they are the best technology company in the real estate space and one of the best technology companies in the world. And so to have access to those resources, we, um, we had a vision for AI. We shared that vision at FubCon. We do the event each and every year. And honestly, we were like scrambling, we're like, how are we going to execute? Okay, how are we going to bring in more people? How are we going to realize the things that we just talked about? And as soon as we joined the Zillow team, they were like, here are some AI developers to help you execute on that. 
It's like, oh, like, and so it's, it's really exciting because we are going to be able to move faster and do the things that we wanted to do. And it's not just about the cash. It's about the resources and about what Zillow is going to be giving to follow up boss as they push data into our system to make each user of our system more equipped to do their day to day job. And that's why we decided to go with Zillow. It was much bigger than just selling the company. Right. Well, and that's an interesting perspective too, because I, I remember when when Chat GPT first launched, I had a meeting with my team that week. I think it was within a couple of days. Uh, I, I studied it pretty heavily and um, just had a sit down with them and was like, okay, everybody, everybody needs to figure out how to utilize this, what it can be utilized for because the iterations you're going to see from competitive companies in the next few months, if we don't figure out how to utilize and be a user, yep. every single one of your jobs is going to be in jeopardy in the next two years. Like that's, this is going to iterate faster than you can react if you're not on top of it and paying attention to it and seeing how it can be incorporated because it's not, you know, it's not coming for our jobs, but everybody needs to be a user or it threatens your, your capabilities as, as an employee. And mm -hmm. And so we had, we had a really serious, and we incorporated within a couple months. Um, but to your point, companies, they're not utilizing it with their data sets, trying to manipulate data in a faster, more efficient way. Yeah. Behind. It's a big deal. And, and to the, to the cash influx that you receive from somebody like Zillow enables you to do that. And to it's that, that sort of manipulate or uh, what I'm trying to say, nimble, nimble development that you can start incorporating into your iterations on, on your product that, that you can start usually, you know, getting on top of that and using it and, uh, and using the data for, for your customer's best interest. That proprietary insight is key to making any product grow. And that's what, that's what Zillow is so amazing at. I mean, it's a data company. It's a tech company. They are researching. They're pulling the insights out of the data and the ability for them to come in and help us evaluate our system and our tool and how we can move forward and pulling the insights out of what, what our users need from the product, how we can help them do a better job um, in servicing today's you know, real estate consumer. It's it's super exciting. And I'm seeing it happen again. Well, it's January. What's today's date? The 25th or the 26th? Uh, like that's that. a good question. Somewhere. So, it's like, some, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Days. <laughs> yeah, just like 20 <laughs> some days. Hold it up. Oh, what did you say? 26? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so just 20, you know, 20 some days or less than that, you know, in, in the company, I'm already seeing the fruits, you know, of that labor. That's great. So, so, what does this mean for follow-up boss is, you know, what's the future of follow-up boss within this system is follow-up boss now going to be a Zillow and, you know, rolled up into the Zillow enterprise or is follow-up boss staying independent? How is that going to work for the brand itself? Yeah. So follow-up boss is staying independent. It's not going to be like Zillow up boss or Zalo up boss. Everything is funny. Everything is a great one to play with though. <laughs> well, everything at Zillow has a Z in front, you know, so they do their like anniversary, and I'm, I'm learning all of these things. It's, it, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but yes, follow up boss will remain a separate entity. Um, you know, follow boss was purchased for, for a half a billion dollars for $500 million, 400 million upfront and a hundred million dollars 
if we hit certain goals. And so we have these goals in place for, for growth and it's to get as many users as we can on follow up boss who should be on our system. Like how do we get more, you know, more seats. And so we are going to be that separate, you know, entity within, within the Zillow group to execute on those goals. So we can, uh, we can hit our goals as a company. So it's going to kind of follow in the fashion of, and I, I think that it sort of gets lost in the pages that there's companies like Trulia that have been acquired by mm -hmm. Zillow in, in the past. Yep. And it's not like anybody goes out there and talks about Trulia as a, as part of Zillow. I, I think a lot of people don't even know it's acquired by them because it's stayed separate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes I guess other companies assimilate. And again, it's just from a, outside now almost just barely inside perspective, but um, you know, they have integrated technologies and things like that before, but, but, you know, there's showing time, there's dot loop, you know, there's follow-up boss, there's Trulia and, and they all have their own, you know, their own identities. So are there any, I realized the acquisition just happened. And so, yeah, I, I think you just mentioned you'd just recently gone through the onboarding, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, I was curious if anything has been discussed as far as new changes coming up to follow-up boss that maybe people should be aware of or or changes to the system or or new sources of data that follow-up boss is acquiring. And then I'll, I'll get into some of the the, the, the questions from that I, I, I get from real estate agents. Um, but are there any changes, kind of exciting things coming up? Yeah, for sure. As I mentioned, the uh, the AI components, that's one thing that I can I can talk about. And I know I can talk about because it was on a roadmap before we got acquired. And as I mentioned, we now have the help to execute and expedite that. And so you're going to see some features uh, released here soon with um, AI transcriptions and summaries of calls. And we're really diving into that portion into the contact record of follow-up boss and how we can use AI right there. So that's the most immediate thing coming. Oh, as well as, uh, automations, you know, we're, we're revamping the automations within follow-up boss and we hit a couple roadblocks, you know, with our team and how we wanted to execute that. And now we're getting help from the Zillow team in, in realizing our new automations 2.0, which is going to make it easier to build out uh, the automations and the action plans that that were previously in follow up is going to connect those together and make it easier to, to build out and to visualize. So those are some of the new things that that are coming because of uh, the acquisition. Excellent. And um, so I, I want to hit you with this one. Is this is this a master plan? for a corporation to come in and gut a company and jack up the price, maximize return on investment and take the data from real estate agents to distribute to whoever they choose. <laughs> so there's a lot of questions in there. There's a lot of questions in there, but that's like, so, so, so the reaction in the industry and, and that's yeah. it, it, I, you guys pay attention to the, to, to the conversation just as much as we do is there, there's a worry from agents that Zillow is, is acquiring follow-up boss in order to grab that data and to be able to use it and leverage it and be able to have a consumer base to reach out and contact or uh, or scrub that data or pull data yeah. from agents or any any number of things, right? And so th there's, there's definitely concerns from agents in the marketplace. Um, yeah. 
you know, is, is that a thing and how is that protected and, and sort of what is the conversation revolving around that internally? Yeah. So let's start there with, with the data. Cause there, there's a number of things that, that we could talk about in that series of questions. And I actually have this up on my screen. So I want to make sure I, I, <laughs> I got, I got Perfect. this correct. Um, and it's about as, as clear as possible in what is going to happen with your customer data, because we knew that people had questions. And so let's make it really clear. Can Zillow Group access, use, or scrape your customer data? That answer is no. Don't even have to explain anything else. No, the customer data you enter into Follow Boss stays within Follow Up Boss. Zillow Group won't be able to use it unless you give permission. Now, what does that mean? People are like, oh, well, am I gonna get duped into giving permission? Speaking of new things coming, and again, I, I am not speaking from a Zillow perspective. This is just my uh, opinion, not necessarily represented by, by Zillow, because I don't know all the plans. I don't have insight into, you know, into everything. But one thing that I have seen so far is the integration between Zillow and follow-up boss has been greatly enhanced just in the past couple of weeks. The data that Zillow is pushing into follow-up boss and that's coming back to Zillow. Now that is coming back to Zillow. People do give explicit permission. Hey, Zillow, you can access this information right here about my Zillow contacts. Makes it a much better experience for someone that has the Zillow let's say they're a flex uh, lead purchaser or they, they buy leads from Zillow. Those leads that are coming in, you want a two-way sync. That is something where you 100% want to give permission to Zillow to see the data in your database because it's providing insight from the Zillow website. If that's a hot lead, if they jump back on the Zillow website and they're searching, it's going to update your follow-up boss and it's going to ping. It's going to create a, a hot list in your follow-up boss or smart list. And it's gonna say that you need to contact this person because they're on the Zillow website. That is so powerful. And yes, you do have to give permission for something like that to happen, but they can't go and look at your other contacts in your database. So it, it gets very nuanced, of course, with, with the data, but if you don't have a Zillow integration, you don't want Zillow to access your data, that answer is no. Zillow will not have access to your information. Can Zillow Group market to your clients? That answer is no. Again, customer data you enter stays in follow-up boss. Can Zillow run analytics, see the source of, or view reports on leads? That answer is no. Can Zillow Group take your leads and give them to premier agents, people that are paying Zillow? Like that was... Oh, they're going to take this and move it over there. That answer is no. <laughs> Again, and that is that is the one I, I think that particular point is the, the most significant conversation that you see across the board with agents across the country is that one right there. Are they going to take the data and give it to the to the, the paying agents on their end? And yeah. the answer is no. Yep. And we'll do two more here. Can Zillow Group access my customer data with the Zillow? One-way FUB integration, that answer, the one-way FUB integration, that answer is no. Again, to do some amazing things that we want to do in the future, there has to be a two-way sync. And the agents are going to love that there's a two-way sync because they're going to get insight. I'll back up for a step here. One of the things that I am most excited about, you know, we just went through all the data questions. Those are all questions that people have, have asked. 
But what they're not asking themselves is how much data can be pushed from Zillow into FUB? And that answer is a lot. And that's where we're going to have a huge advantage. Zillow allows you to, to connect your web, or I'm sorry, follow boss allows you to connect your website to your follow up boss. And it provides insight to what people are doing on your website. And that's at a much smaller scale. This isn't happening yet. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but use your imagination. If you have the largest real estate portal in the world and you have a CRM system and we're going to push data from the portal into the CRM system. Imagine the strategic advantage that you could have if you were getting that data in your contact records. That's the exciting part about the future. How will that be realized? You'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that component of follow up boss. And that's actually something that uh, we took advantage of with our company is we just because you have an open API and we can run system mm -hmm. to follow a boss. We run tracking from our website into follow a boss to see yeah. the interaction from there. And you were talking about the sync that that you can't you have the choice to enable with Zillow. That's right. something I mean, that, I mean, a lot of our agents listen to this podcast just so that you know, agents, we already run a two-way sync with, with user information from our website so that you can see which properties are being checked out on, yep. on our website. What you're talking about is a sync with Zillow to where you can also see on a wider scale who's searching what in Zillow, which if you can imagine the power of that, seeing what your leads are looking at and being able to speak to those points, contact them and, and have those conversations and be able to see their search history on that on specific properties, that holds a lot of value if you're trying to represent them. And and we actually have that quantified, Mac, for the last question that we'll we'll do here. Yeah, yeah. Can Zillow, can Zillow Group access my data my data with the Zillow two-way FUB integration? Now we've kind of touched upon this already, mm -hmm. but let me just read the exact answer right here. When using the optional Zillow two-way sync, your Zillow leads assigned agent stage and communication signals are synced with Zillow in the same way the integration operates today. You decide whether to use this capability to sync your Zillow leads between Zillow and FUB to improve your agent experience. Now, here's the kicker. Zillow Premier Agent Teams, we just got this stat, who use Follow-Up Boss and enable the integration, the Z-Connect integration, 29% more Zillow source deals than Premier Agent Teams that do not use Follow-Up Boss. So... Mm -hmm. 29% more deals. Would you like a 29% increase in, you know, in, in your deals closed? Everybody's going to say yes. And that is because of the data and the insight. And that's the future. Like that's where we're going. We're going to be able to, to enhance that even more and provide more insight to the user using FUB. So just kind of bringing everything one under under one umbrella as far as conversationally and how kind of this merger is going. This is, this is sort of a thing where Zillow as a company wants to invest in companies that make money and have good products because that, you know, provides honestly just more money for the company, right? You make good investments, you get more return. Mm -hmm. And so they pick out companies like, let's say like Trulia or like follow a boss that have good products on the market you enable those companies to be more successful than they already were through cash influx and resources like AI developers and software developers. You give them the resources to succeed on a higher level than they previously could. That's your investment. It's the same thing as anybody going out and putting money into a mutual fund. You try yeah. to find the best mutual fund to get the best return, and then you get the profits of that return. 
So yeah. by letting follow-up boss continue to be the entity that they were and giving them more resources, kind of supercharging that car and, and building it up to go faster, you get the return on that because as an investor, you're entitled to a percentage of return. And it's not a, it's not a plan because if you were to strip that out, if you were to take the data, then you would lose trust in your consumer audience. If I were to invest in something, tell everybody that I was doing something on their behalf, and then I take the data and do something malicious, everyone's going to know about it. Because and, and you, I'll let you speak to this too, but you were talking about the size of company and the eyes on you as, as yeah. a traded company. You do something like that, everyone will know tomorrow and yeah. you'll lose market share immediately. So yeah, it's, yeah. And that, that's your best interest to let follow up boss be follow up boss and supercharge you guys, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the goal. You know, Zillow is a publicly traded company. They don't want to do anything to jeopardize their company whatsoever. And just as an extra layer of security, we hired a third party entity over top of Zillow and follow up boss to make sure that the policies are being adhered to and they're being followed. And so we wanted to make absolutely certain that people felt comfortable with their data. We know how important everyone's data is to them. And we understand that Tom and Dan are, are founders. That was, that was so crucial in their decision-making process. And I don't think it could be in a more safe place. You know, I worked for a lot of different companies before, small startups and big companies. And people always think, yeah, I've got to worry about the, the big company. No, they have oversight. They have regulation. It's the, and not saying all small startups do this, but when you have a team of 20 people and they're trying to do everything that a company needs to do or 30 people, like that's where you have to worry about, about your data, not, not with a large company. I was going to say, yeah, on those smaller teams, because I've been part of the smaller teams several times in my career. And it's like you, you get the mentality of run around and break things. And yeah, because yeah. you have to you have to compete with larger teams. And when you, when you do get to larger teams like I previously worked with teams on Cisco and and you were always having to be be careful on, you know, what's your next step? What's what's the PR release going to be? Everyone's mm -hmm. watching you. Uh, you know, those are things that you constantly have to watch. And when it comes down to Zillow, it's sort of a ubiquitous brand, right? Like it's, it's everywhere and everything that has to do with real estate, something changes at Zillow and everybody knows immediately. Yes, that is true. <laughs> All that is true. Uh, so I wanted to kind of just ask you some, an overhead question here is, is you've been with, you've been with follow-up boss, you said nine months now, it was, you yeah. know, I realize onboarding wise, the the learning curve is real steep there at the front end when when you're onboarding especially in, a, in a, at a c level position um coming in with fresh eyes what's what's the value proposition of follow up boss what's what's sort of the power that you see with it towards users towards teams towards individual real estate agents and as far as how what does it give to them that other crms don't yeah it's simplicity. You know, when I got married, my wife for our engagement gift, she bought me, this was, it was very expensive. She bought me this package to go learn with Cliff Mountner, who was one of the top 10 wedding photographers in the world. And I love photography. I had a photography business and I got to go for three days and hang out with Cliff Mountner and learn from Cliff and it was awesome. It was really cool. And Cliff takes a look at your photos and like, 
and this was back in the day when, when I got married and they were actually printed, you know, printed out and he's like going through and, and he didn't really say this, but, but this is what I heard at the time, you know, stinks, sucks, horrible, you know, like he wasn't really saying that, but he was picking out how the, the photos can be improved. Full on critique. <laughs> yeah. And you'll see how I tie this in here in a second, but so he's like going through, he's critiquing and everything. I'm like, God, but the main critique was that my photos were too busy. He was like, this is an awesome backdrop, a beautiful model. Then you have this element here, this element here. He's like, all of this is competing against one another. And he's like, if you simplified, if you took away your photo and decided what you wanted, what you thought was most important and removed everything that was superfluous to the photo, he's like, you're going to have a much more striking, powerful image that connects with people. And that that lesson right there stuck with me for the rest of my life. I think about that lesson all the time and it applies to business and it applies to so many other aspects of life. It's not even funny. And so how does that relate to what's follow up bosses, you know, unique uh, proposition that that we offer? And we are not the all-in-one software. It's what we're not doing that makes us special. And so there's so many different tools out there and there's so many different CRMs that they try to be everything and they try to add every functionality and every feature and they cram it in and it turns into this big wild mess and nothing really works as well as it should. And the feature <laughs> seems interesting, but you can't really use it or it's missing crucial functionality. With Follow-Up Boss, it is a CRM. We're not adding other components on like, you know, websites and other things. We allow best in breed software to be best in breed software. We want to be best in breed in the process of your business. And if you want to change website vendors, you don't have to change your CRM at the same time. Most CRMs come with a website attached to it. Well, if you don't like the website, but you like the CRM, well, now you're stuck, right? Like you can't just swap it out. But with follow-up boss, because you're just buying the CRM and because we have over 300 integrations and we want to connect with everyone, that is our unique selling proposition. We have so many integrations that you can connect that will work best in breed. And then you get the best of both worlds. You get the best website, the best lead gen system, the best mass texting platform, the best uh, postcard platform. And it connects with your follow boss. And if you don't like that lead gen system or you don't like that website anymore, you just dump it and you get and you attach a new one. And you don't have to retrain yourself on how to manage your database. You don't have to retrain yourself on your day-to-day -day workflow. Your day-to-day workflow stays exactly the same, but you get to choose that latest AI tool that just came out. And if you're an all-in-one solution or you're a solution that tries to cram everything in, you're never going to be good at any of it. And I think that is, and I know it's, it's kind of ethereal a bit, you know, that, that answer, but that's the secret sauce for us. That's what makes us better. It's the hyper-focus on what we do well. It's old wisdom right there. It's the, the Thomas Jefferson, jack of all trades, master of none thing. And it's something that, that gets, you know, we repeat it internally all the time. Like if you're doing all the things, you're probably not doing any of them very well. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I love that approach to it. It was it was one thing that was very reassuring to our company when we first started looking at follow up boss. 
we're very paranoid, right? Just in general, as a, as a large scale brokerage on a national level, we're paranoid and especially of data. And so when we went into the conversation, it was like, okay, so what happens if we don't like you? What, what, what happens then? And I was like, well, you just grab your leads and go. And you're like, well, you'll give it all to us? Yeah. <laughs> give it. Well, what about the contract? Is it going to be like a five-year contract? No, it's not a five-year contract. You can go month to month if you want. And it was, it was those kind of things that we were like, oh, all right. So I guess we're friends. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then you could kind of go into it and then, well, what plugs into it? Well, anything you want. So where's the catch? No, no catch. It's, and then, and then you had to vet that. And that was the process that I went through with, with yeah. product was how do I pick it apart? And every time I tried to pick something, you found this, this balance to it. Like, okay, no, you were, we're not trying to, you're not tied in. You, you don't have to dump your website when you leave us, you know, something like that. Or you for us, yep. right? We developed our own website. You're not going to pay for a website solution that you're never going to use. You know, yep. there's, there's things like that, that I, I definitely like the product. Like I said, I don't want to seem like a fanboy, but I, it's, it's been a good thing for us. Um, and even if you pay for a year, you mentioned like the month to month, even if yeah. you pay for the year up front and you decide to leave, we will refund the rest of your payment. Like there's no software company, software company period. I was going to say CRM company, but software. Yeah. Yeah. Just software in general that, that will do that. And that speaks to, Dan and Tom's philosophy that, that trickled down one other, just real quick, one other element, like I forgot to mention, but I think is super important and just something interesting to think about as well. And I've thought about this a lot. Dan and Tom can buy like an Island right now <laughs> and sit on the beach and just hang out for the rest of their lives. But they're, as my kids would say, which is funny, dad, I'm built different. That's the saying these days, I'm built different. The, these entrepreneurs are, are built different. And it wasn't about the money. They are ingrained, working harder than ever to improve the lives of the people that are using the product and they have all the money in the world and this is what they want to do. Like how many people listening to this show, if you got a half a billion dollars, you know, would you still be doing the same thing? I, like, I don't know. Like, sure, <laughs> like I might be fly fishing in Argentina right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good question. And like, who do you want at the helm of a company that you put your trust into with your contacts, with your database? Do you want the person that's in it for the money that's looking for the exit? Or do you want the person that's still here that's still trying to figure out ways to make your life better? He has a different motivation. And you, you said like, what's the power, you know, a FUB, why should, you know, what's the advantage? What's the unique selling proposition of FUB? It's, it's the leaders. It's, it's the people that, yeah, everyone adopted Dan's mindset that's here and it's truly unique. And I don't think you're going to find that in very many companies out there. Agreed. Well, Steve, uh, I, I know that we both have a hard stop here at the top of the hour. Um, and I know that you have a very busy schedule for, uh, for a company that's now part of Zillow. So I know <laughs> that you're busy. Um, so I really just want to give you a heartfelt thank you for taking this time to have this conversation. You know, we're, we're just a brokerage, but you made the time to have this conversation with us. And I can't thank you enough for, for just allowing the time and, 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 you know, being open and honest and transparent about the, the, the conversation we just had. So thank you very, very, very much. 
Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure to speak to you and, and hopefully your entire team. Awesome. Thank you. This concludes episode number 79 for the National Land Realty Podcast, discussing the Zillow acquisition of Follow-Up Boss with Follow-Up Boss Chief Marketing Officer Steve Passanelli. You can learn more about land ownership and the buying and selling of land at nationallands.com.